0: From the American School Counselor Association, this is I Hear You Say, a podcast for school counselors and other leaders in education. I'm Jen Walsh, Director of Education and Training here at ASCA. Today, we'll sit down with Dr. Brian Madison to learn more about how his counseling and CTE departments work together to support their students' journey to future career and college readiness. Dr. Brian Madison currently serves as an Assistant Director of Career and College Readiness with Vancouver Public Schools in Vancouver, Washington. In this current position, he supports school counselors in implementing school counseling programs and district initiatives to make sure every student graduates college and or career ready. He is a former high school counselor with 25 years of experience and a recognized ASCA model or RAMP team captain with the American School Counselor Association. Welcome, Brian. We're happy to have you today. Let's dive right in. How does your district view the role of school counselors and CTE for career and college readiness?
1: Great question, Jen. I I would say that the real beauty and genius, in, in my view, of our professional model, the ASCA national model, is that we balance our three domains. So we've, we've of course, got the academic domain, the career domain, and and the social-emotional do- domain. And so counselors, of course, are, you know, one-third of, of our focus is is that career domain. And part of that, of course, is helping students develop and make plans for for choosing career. And of course, our amazing colleagues on the career and technical education or CTE side, they're natural partners in this. So, you know, that's their main focus. Their main focus is through their, their programs and and courses to ensure students are successful in their careers. So just right off the bat, you know, they are great partners for us in in terms of, of collaboration because those CTE courses, they're providing students with all kinds of great communication skills problem solving skills, motivation, persuasion, critical thinking skills. And we know that those align to our ASCA student standards. Uh, in my state, we also have social emotional learning standards. So they're they're matching up nicely to to both. And and so it, it just makes sense. You know, we we emphasize collaboration so that we can we can meet the needs of, of all students. And so the, the CTE folks, you know, they're they're just great partners for for as long as I've been in this career, they've they've been great partners and, and continue to be, you know, and as as school counselors, part of our job is is to create and implement structures for delivering information about various careers and, and corresponding clusters. So of course we're again we're doing this through our professional model. We're we're doing this through classrooms. We're doing this through small groups. We're doing it through individual counseling as, as well as all the other school-wide systems that, that we set up. And, you know, this is helping and, and supporting a K-12 career readiness system. And traditionally, sometimes this is seen as, as secondary work, middle school and high school. But in my district, we really emphasize it. it's starting in, in elementary school. And of course, and I know I'm talking a lot, but it's a podcast, right? So I'm supposed to talk a lot. Yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> good. We view this as equity work, right? So you know, school counselors also do equity work, and so we we want to reach all students and and view career college readiness through an equity lens. And so that's exciting for us. I know it was exciting for me when I was was in the building doing the work. Now I get to support the work at the district level with all our amazing folks, but when we do that equity work, we start thinking about, okay, how we're missing certain segments of our population and and how can we do better? How can we improve? How can we get to all of our parents and guardians and our stakeholders and, and working with community. And that, you know, pushes us to to think deeper about other strategies that we can use to to make sure that all students are aware of and preparing for careers. And in our district, every district's different. We we choose to partner with Zello, and Zello we found to be a great partner. Part of the reason for us, they're a great partner, is it, it's a it's a system that's designed to be. K-12. So it starts in elementary school with this really awesome, developmentally appropriate program that is really um, based on mystery and students going through and and solving this mystery in in kind of this fun way. It's it's a really well-designed program. And the students are starting to think about careers. And of course, we we see our counselors as as critical as collaborating with teachers to implement the program in, in elementary school. And then you know they learn about careers they become aware of of different careers they become aware of different post secondary Opportunities, and then very naturally, when they move into middle school, then they're prepared uh, possibly to select career and technical education classes. They continue to learn about their interests and their their skills, you know. And then, of course, as they move into high school, they they just go deeper into that. So now they're researching careers, uh, comparing careers, building building resumes, selecting post secondary. So it, it's just just this nice. K-12 continuum as part of a program, which is the main focus for counseling. So yeah, I just, I can't talk enough. (laughs) You can tell how excited I get about, you know, the role of counselors partnering with, with CTE. So we, you know, as a district, we have joint meetings with uh, career and technical education. So we have career specialists uh, in our in our schools that have a main focus of supporting CTE and and careers. And so our school counselors often meet with them and, and we really emphasize the collaboration part of that.
0: So can you tell us a little bit more about your program? How did it start and how are you trying to improve this school year?
1: Yeah, of course. So. Well, first of all, I have to give a ton of credit to people that have existed in the position before me. You know, my, my whole career, and I'm almost 25 years into my career, uh, there's always been partnership between school counselors and NCTE. And that that is true of my school district as a current school district as well. So so we, we've always been natural partners. We've always had uh, joint meetings, both at the district level, but with the buildings, our, our Counselors are meeting with CTE folks and educating about various opportunities and, and always trying to get better at that. I know I can point to a recent example, recently, uh, our CTE colleagues set up a workshop, a half-day workshop, on internship opportunities. And I had always felt like, as a school counselor, that was a a weakness of mine. I felt really strong in uh, supporting students who were wanting to go on to two-year and and four-year colleges, uh, technical degrees. But I always felt... Like I could benefit from more training uh, to help students that wanted to go directly into high skill, high wage jobs and, and pursue internships. So it was a, an amazing training, and, and again, uh, I, I give full credit to our CTE partners who set that up for our school counselors. And so that that's, you know, one example. Uh, I would say that even though we've partnered uh, together to ensure all students are successful in their careers, you know, it it's not always easy. Our district, like many departments, is is set up with, you know, various areas of responsibility and staff and and budgets and and so, as I mentioned earlier, you know, there's so much overlap between the academic, social, emotional, and career domains that you have to sometimes work hard to make sure that the various departments, people, and budgets are all kind of pointing in the in the same direction to to support students. So what we did, we had folks that had different roles and we just started meeting together. Uh, so we had folks that oversaw curriculum and instruction and we had folks that oversaw CTE, special services, gear up, avid and we just said, "Hey, look, we're we're all working toward the the same end goals. We we all want students to be uh, you know, move into post-secondary careers that they're excited about and prepared for. And and so let's all start working together. So we just started meeting. And in the beginning, we, we, I don't, no one gave us formal permission to meet. We just chose to meet. We gave ourselves a title and just called ourselves a committee. Sometimes that's what you do. And, and we just started meeting and we just started talking about we all want the same things for students, so how can, how can we work together and, and have some of these budgets, people, resources all pointing in the, the same direction, which is, you know, making sure that students are, are successful after, after they graduate, you know, and, and there were misses, you know, we eventually folded in our staff that also worked with English language learners because we saw that as a gap, we looked at our data, we knew that we could do better in that area
0: how might a district looking to reignite ccr this fall get started building relationships between cte and counseling
1: yeah so this is the one i got excited about other districts have done this i've seen it done in other states so it it may not be new to people listening to the podcast but it's new to us and we're excited about it so In our state they're starting to talk about a profile of a graduate and so basically thinking about and it naturally lends itself into thinking about asking social emotional learning standards and so we're beginning to think about what do we want in terms of skills and readiness for our students when they graduate And I've begun to say in my district that, you know, graduation is just the beginning. Graduation is just the floor. We can do way better than just graduate students. We really need to be concerned about how students are five, 10 years after graduation. And and this is something that I, I learned as a school counselor. This comes right out of our ASCA national national model with a, with a vision for students five to 10 years down the road. So we've been applying some of that same thinking that came from my background as a school counselor to our, our graduates. And so... While some districts might be a, a, a touch ahead of us in this regard, we're really excited about thinking about all right, we already do an okay job, we can do better, but we do an okay job with graduation. How can we do a far better job making sure that students are prepared for careers? And, and then so it, it causes us to start thinking more about, you know, CTE program completers and students earning credits out of CTE programs. And then when students are Using Zello, which again is our career planning tool, they are identifying careers and then we're saying, okay, these are the careers that they said they wanted. These are the careers that they said they're interested in. Let's follow these students and better understand whether they're reaching those goals, and let's better understand whether we're actually preparing them for the goals that they've set for themselves. So in other words, if they say that they want to be a welder, are they becoming enrolled in in welding opportunities through CTE? Are they going through a full sequence of courses? Are they earning certifications? So going deeper, thinking further about what do our students want, and then how do we match that with what they're actually doing in terms of coursework, work experiences. And, you know, this is, is, of course, it's all data. So that's another thing that we're doing. We're partnering with um, our CTE friends, but also our data management folks so that we can better understand uh, what our students are telling us in terms of career awareness and career planning, and then how that matches to the educational experiences that that they're having.
0: Nice. I think that's a really good point, that five to 10-year plan after graduation. Just out of curiosity, how are you collecting that data?
1: So that's a work in progress. So smart question by you. So there are, of course, services that um, tell us about students in terms of post-secondary enrollment and post-secondary completion but it is harder you know with students that are pursuing other paths and so some of the things that we're talking about which are difficult and require resources and planning but simply calling our students calling former students doing surveying with former students to check in with them down the road Uh, we've also this is a work in progress we're not nearly there but we've actually talked about taking advantage, and this is really exciting, but it's it's still a work in progress, using former students um, to reach back to current students. So how can we do, do a better job with our alumni, kind of kind of like colleges do, to have our alumni graduates from high school who maybe working in certain careers or pursuing certain post-secondary opportunities, maybe they can be reaching back to current students to tell them about those careers. And, and then that is also telling us how they're, they're doing. So yeah, no easy answers there, but trying to do a better job following, understanding, connecting with and having a relationship with our alumni is, is one of our goals.
0: Yeah, I could see how that would be a little bit difficult to track for sure. What barriers do you see to why some districts find this more difficult, this partnership more difficult than others?
1: Yeah, so I I don't want to pretend it's easy. It can be quite difficult, as I mentioned, although we have made some changes recently. Our uh, school district, we had a career and technical education department. And what we just did this year, it's brand new. Now we have a career and college readiness department, which is an all-encompassing department. And then underneath that is the, the career and technical education department. So, so some districts are not set up in terms of their departments, their structure, their budgets, their people to, to do this work that can be a barrier and it's not easy to make those changes so that that's something we did recently to solve some of those those challenges also just being frank as i mentioned earlier the we have our three domains and the whole idea of the three domains is is balance but sometimes we lean into some of the domains more than others and there are pressures especially with some of our counselors to lean more into the academic domain sometimes or maybe lean more into the social emotional domain sometimes and you know, it, it, can, it can be difficult and we always, you know, have to kind of recenter and, and come back and, and say, are we having a, a balanced approach to our domains? Are we meeting students' needs by looking at data, by looking at standards? And I also think it, it's really important to find overlap between programs and initiatives, you know, so, so, so many of good Things that we want to do for students, the outcomes we want for students, both in the current and, and down the future, various programs overlap, you know, so so for instance, when we've talked about our career planning system, Zello, that is also teaching social-emotional learning. Students are learning about themselves, they're learning about the their interests, and and that is NASCA mindset and behavior, That that, that is social-emotional learning. Um, students are uh, choosing courses, they're choosing paths, which is engagement. They're engaging in their learning. They're they're being hopeful about their future. Again, these are mindsets and behaviors. These are social emotional learning standards. And, and we've actually taken it a step further. We've started partnering with our social studies department. So uh, many of these things, financial literacy and, and things of that nature fall into social studies standards. So again, finding that overlap, working together to say, these are not New things. These are things that we're already doing, but we can be more efficient and effective in reaching all students and, and doing the, the equity work. So, you know, very important to to look for overlap and, and connections and across various departments, which again, My training as a school counselor prepared me for that. We train school counselors to look for those areas of connection. We encourage them to collaborate. And I've just tried to use that that learning uh, up here at the district to reach across the different departments.
0: Can you share some strategies you've taken to foster this relationship and some practical tactics to reach students?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, first of all... uh, this is something we're working at and always thinking about how can we better uh, reach our students, especially at a district level where I'm not having regular contact with with students. So we've done a few things and some of these ideas we, we blatantly borrowed from other school districts. But one of the things that we did that we're proud of is that we have a, a new website. It's called Future Me. It's futureme.vanSD.org. And we again borrowed some ideas from other school districts but what other school districts had done is they they really tried to simplify the career and college planning process. And and it is by its nature extremely complex. So we didn't make it simple just for the sake of, we made it simple so that it would be accessible and we could be clear about our goals and outcomes. So if you look at the page, we we really tried to narrow down to a, f- a few pathways that, that students are choosing. And then uh, we wanted to emphasize that all those pathways are great pathways and equal as, as long as they lead to uh, options uh, to purposeful, gainful employment that students are choosing. And then we, we wanted to, you know, help students and parents navigate the the complex by making it a little bit more simple. And then on our end, we wanted to make it a little bit more simple so that we could know if we were being effective. So, So Future Me became a a way of thinking about career and college planning that was rooted in simplicity and focus, and then we wanted to take that—it's—it's it's marketing, it's messaging, really—and we wanted to take that marketing and messaging to the the community. Now, having said that, I also understand and, and realize that websites are are not necessarily the the thing for our younger students, but. The website uh, was designed to emphasize our strategy and and emphasize our simplicity and, and focus, and we could take that website to parents and guardians and, and then use that vision with our staff. Other things we've done, well, I'm on a podcast. so We've tried podcasts. So we've, we've done little short little podcasts, um, try to, to keep them short, like this one's trying to keep it short. We've also done quick little webinars. Uh, so and we what we did, uh, actually, we're proud of this, we set up a monthly calendar so each, and again, this is all from my school counseling training, like an annual calendar, but each month we would have a theme having to do with career college readiness. And we, again, tried to have a, a balanced approach and um, highlight and, and recognize different parts of career college and career planning. And so each month, we, we would have a theme. And then with each month, we would have activities that we would do and a little webinar that we would do. So that's one thing that we've done. We've also worked hard to partner with community organizations. So there's a lot of community organizations that are interested in, in supporting her college readiness. So we've worked at that. And I mentioned this earlier, but Getting to our parents and guardians is really a major focus of of ours. You know, every time I've had a parent or guardian learn about our career college planning work that didn't know about it already, they've always said, wow, this is amazing. And so it really causes us to think like, oh, we have to get to our parents and guardians. These are great tools. These are great resources. These are the things that most families wanna be talking about at home and, and wanna be supporting, but we're not reaching all of our families you know, from an equity lens. And so we, we've tried a number of things to engage our families. Like a lot of schools, we, we do a lot of evening events, but we every time we do them, we sit down and we talk about, who is there, but also who are we missing? You know, what can we do in terms of timing and delivery and format to, to get more families there? And, and then when we
0: communicate,
1: we think about who are we touching and, and reaching with those communications, but, but then who are, who are we missing? So again, these are all things that, that we do, but we're always constantly trying to get better.
0: Well, thank you so much, Brian, for joining us today. We really appreciate hearing your experience on fostering a great partnership between your school counseling department and CTE. At the close of each episode, we talk a little about what gives us hope or inspires us. And today I wanted to share what is inspiring me. Today's episode is being released in the first week of November, which is Career Development Month. ASCA is offering a series of professional development this month centered around, well, You guessed it, career development. This week, we kicked off the series with two sessions focusing on careers your students should know about and a webinar discussing gap year pros and cons. You've likely heard of the labor shortage our country is currently experiencing and the impact it's having on our economy. While I certainly don't have the answers to this problem, it's hopeful that there are so many career options available And I really believe that there's a perfect career out there for everyone. And people are increasingly seeing the importance of finding a career that they're passionate about. The work that school counselors across the country are doing to help students discover their career passions is truly so inspiring and so important. So thank you. You are really impacting the future. And thank you all for listening. We hope to have you back for our next episode, but until then, be sure to check out our website, schoolcounselor.org, for school counselor resources. We'd also love to engage with you on all of our social media platforms. Find us on Facebook at the American School Counselor Association, Twitter at AskATweets, Tweets, and Instagram at WeAreAska. Thanks and hear from you soon. I'm Jen Walsh, and this has been I Hear You Say, the podcast from the American School Counselor Association.